money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Oh, we're in summer relaxed mode. Uh, yeah, but I'm excited today. I don't well, know. no, it's not. It's not summer. It's already school started. You're right. We're out of summer relax mode. We wish we were in summer relax mode <laughs> because we are. We've just come off a whole bunch of shows all through the summer. If you missed those shows, you have to listen to them because they were so much fun to record and do, but also to uh, to revisit. Uh, right. As the, revisit. the last three weeks was we were talking about that book, Gospel Patrons, and mm-hmm. we talked to the author and. And a friend of ours who was really impacted by that book. So if you haven't listened, go back. They're go back. Really, yeah. More than enough.ca, chri.ca. You can get there. Always there in the archives on that one. If you're on iTunes, it's uh, just search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb, and you'll find the iTunes link. And of course, rate us. We love the rating. And, and of course, give us a good rating, right? That's what, <laughs> that's what we want, right? Well, we want them to be honest. So, you know. Hey. Okay, give us a good rating. <laughs> And, and be honest about your good rating. How's that? So, But we're, we've moved into the September mode. And so for most families, September tends to be a time where stuff starts to ramp up and things are going and kids are getting involved in more stuff. And we know from the financial fitness side of stuff that it really is one of the most expensive months of the year when we look at all the things the money that's exiting our house. Mm-hmm. But guess what? The show today is not about that. No, because we already did that show. But today we have a very special guest and I won't give you a, we won't tell yes, you yet. You okay. Can, you can all right. Introduce all right. So we, we needed some, because the verses I'm going to talk about in a minute, we needed an extra counselor mm-hmm. and you know, we needed more than just Dave, the mortgage guy on the show today. So we have asked uh, our beautiful friend, Krista Tessier to come on. She is with the mortgage advisors and uh, she's going to talk to with us about mortgages and what's happened in the last year in the industry. Mm-hmm. So um, welcome to the show, yes. Krista. Thanks for the invite, Rebecca and Dave. I'm excited to be here this morning. Good. Good. Glad to have you. So, but but just to slip back into mm-hmm. the the verse that I picked, because we always pick a verse from Scripture. And, and I'm going to jump in here because it is so appropriate. Did you catch that Krista is with the mortgage advisors? Yes, I'm just going to lay that one okay. right there. So the verse is, in one, I'm going to read it in one version and then I'll read it in another. It's from Proverbs, and actually, the book of Proverbs in the Old Testament, my dad was a politician, and he's uh, uh, long uh, been uh, left the earth. Um, But (laughs) one thing I think of every time I read Proverbs is my dad, because my dad said that Proverbs is the most practical book of the Bible, and he read it diligently while he served the community as a politician. And this is what it says in Proverbs 15, and I'm going to read 22 and 23. Without counsel, plans go awry, but in the multitude of counselors they are established. A man has joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season, how good it is. That's an older New King 
King James Version. Yeah, that's the that's the. Okay, uh, if so you I'm, like religious I'll, language, uh, no, no, no. I'm going to read <laughs> the uh, another version that makes it a little plainer. I like that old language. Anyway, plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. A person finds joy in giving an apt reply, and how good is a timely word? When you seek counsel amongst advisors, then you're going to get hopefully a good answer that is wise. And with several answers, uh, several wise counsel, uh, uh, people giving that advice, you're going to gain something that you wouldn't gain just going on your own. And I think that's why God gives us this principle. And And I think it's so important because, you know, when we are talking about the biggest investment that most of us are going to be making in in terms of buying a house. And that's really what we want to focus on today, that this obviously applies to a whole bunch of other areas of our life. But today, we were talking about this huge investment that that we all make in our housing and in where we're going to live. It's it's a major deal when we are going through life is, hey, where am I going to you know, who am I going to marry and where am I going to live, right? Those are up there, I'm sure. I don't know the stat on that. Usually I have a stat somewhere tucked in there, but don't have a stat on that. But we do know that buying your house is the biggest investment purchase that most of us will make. And to go to uh, the appropriate counselor, right? It's not just any counselor, although when you're gathering information, nice to hear a couple different opinions. But when you really get down to making the decision, you want to visit and and have a discussion with someone or multiple people that you trust. You want to have that discussion maybe a couple times, make sure you're clear on all the ins and outs. And really, that's uh, I'm going to bring Krista into the conversation. That's what we do as mortgage advisors um, in, in the marketplaces help people guide them through the not just the process of buying a house, but some of the counsel. So question for you. There's been a ton of changes. Uh, I don't know. And Chris is shaking her head and saying, yep, yep. there's been a tons of changes that have happened in the mortgage industry, certainly in the last eight months, nine months, 10 months uh, since last fall. And I've had any number of people say, boy, I didn't have to do this the last time I did my mortgage or when I was shopping for another house. Or So have you had that, Krista, where people are coming to you and say, hey, things have changed immensely? Yep, things have changed drastically. Um, we've seen many changes over the past eight years, but the most recent changes um, that happened last October have had the greatest impact. Um, Canada's mortgage regulations have kept our housing market from going completely off the rails uh, as they've adjusted relaxed lending policies. Um, It's not the way it used to be. We have to go through... um, Crazy paperwork. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just get that right out there, right? (laughs) Crazy paperwork. There's a lot of restrictive guidelines. Um, Everybody doesn't fit the same mold. So Mm -hmm. it's uh, more important now than ever to meet with a professional who understands the market and understands the changes that uh, we're going through. Yeah, it's it's huge. And and again, the the just the whole process along with the changes that have been made all the way along in the last number of years, there's been all this anti-laundering. These are smaller changes that happen behind the scenes, but certainly affect, okay, what kind of paperwork? You know, I often say to our, um, as we're meeting to the clients, you are guilty until proven innocent. 
just know that before you go into this house purchasing that, you know what, I know you're an honest person. We're sitting here across the table, but the reality is you're guilty unless we got the paperwork to prove it. So let's get the paperwork. Yep, absolutely. Um, a lot, another big, big change. So paperwork is one thing, but um, um, clients have to now qualify based on higher lending rates. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what you might have qualified for last year to purchase house, uh, you may not qualify this time around due to higher benchmark qualifying interest rates. Um, so the government announced stress tests back in the fall, uh, which test is, uh, sorry, stress testing that qualifies borrowers on lower amortization and higher interest qualifying benchmark rates. So So what what does that mean? So does that just mean that you can't buy as much house for the income you have? Like five years ago, you could have had borrowed more money based on your income or... Yeah, so to give you an example, so before the stress test was announced, you could look at purchasing a home for $450,000 based on having an income of 65000 where now that same client who still currently earns $65,000 may only qualify to purchase for a $365,000 home. So it's a big difference. So are... Are the reactions of people, like, I guess because I'm not the mortgage guy in our office, but so how are people reacting to this? Are they like, well, I thought I could get maybe, more? Maybe we should have a phone-in show. <laughs> no, no, I'm no, sorry. No, Ch- change not, the topic. No, no. We don't want to do that. <laughs> but but we certainly see that, uh, Krista, as well. That, that, yeah, all of a sudden, especially the, the clients that are pre-qualified or that we've been going through the process, they maybe have been saving their down payment and then realize, okay, i got to save a little longer to get a little more down payment. That's yep. one of the ways to offset that difference. So there's a lot of we're seeing a lot of frustration um, in with mm-hmm. these changes. Um, clients might be you might be forced to stay in your house. You might not qualify mm-hmm. to purchase the next house out. Uh, once you once you do sell your home, your down payment might not be enough to qualify under the new rules. Wow! Um, so it's, that would it's be that tough. would be a tough thing to yep. to think that you can sell your house and then move on, but really the down payment's not enough to get you. So you've kind of done it for nothing, almost. Yep, that's well, just well, yeah, and, and again, it's uh, it depends on what your long term plan is there, and you're going, okay, do I have to wait a year or two, or uh, you know, there's all those kind of how the math works out in, yeah. in in the assumptions of okay, I was planning to do this in five years, and oh, now it might take me seven, and I, and Krista, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's really part of the point of all of these changes is to slow down the market to to make it, uh, as they say in mar- mortgage lingo, cool the the housing market. Um, I'm not sure I've seen that in Ottawa here. No, Ottawa's unique. It's um, it's always been a stable, stronger market due to the employment. So we, we we're fortunate to have the government jobs, the high tech jobs. Um, I think the bigger markets like Toronto and Vancouver have been mm-hmm. uh, impacted the most, mm-hmm. uh, especially since this past October. So those higher price markets are definitely seeing a slowdown. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently read an article uh, discussing um, some buyers in Toronto where they've they they're walking. They've put offers in homes um, this past spring, and they're walking away from their deposits um, wow. because that same property that they looked at purchasing is now 
worth less. So right. it's it's really slowing down the sales in the higher markets. And and how as mortgage uh, like agents and brokers, do you feel about what's changed? Like, is it good for the Canadian family because now people aren't running into debt as much? Or what is the outlook on that? I think it is good for the Canadian families and the economy. Um, I think, unfortunately, we've all been painted with the same brush. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a little bit frustrating as well. What does um, that mean? Well, I think there... The government says that Canadians have high debt load, right? high unsecured debt load, in my mm-hmm. opinion. So mm-hmm. they're really f- focusing on changing the qualifications on um, mortgage lending when I think there should be a lot more focus being put on unsecured lending qualification guidelines. Yay. All right. You heard it here on this show. I mean, the, and, and here's how it so, breaks out again, just, just to bring it down to the practical and say, I can go and spend $80,000 on a truck and oh, sign okay. my life away. And, and it's like, Hey, come on, let's get her done. Or I'd like to spend a hundred thousand or maybe a hundred and fifty thousand on a mortgage, and the two processes, the 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 the, the way that you're qualified, that is is so far from each other in terms of, and you know, in my opinion, the house is much more security. There's there's much more, uh, uh, in the sense, less risk for a lender on a house than there is on a truck, and yet I could go in uh, at any point and and sign off on a on an eighty or ninety thousand dollar truck and, and no big deal, right? I have so. never ever thought of it that way, but that is totally makes sense. Yep. So and that's why someone could go and say, I'm gonna get that eighty thousand dollar truck and then come to you guys and it's like a pain in the butt to get And I say you're just gonna to have to live in your truck. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really easy because you can purchase a vehicle these days and not have to provide your income confirmation docs. Nothing. You're just approved on the site and you're vla- you're driving off the lot with your new vehicle. Yeah, yeah. It's that's uh, crazy. Yeah. Which- so w- we have to go through, you know, a fifty page, you know, this is what we got to documentation to prove that you qualify for that, say, $150,000 mortgage. But if I'm buying that $80,000 truck, I can just sign and go. Right. Yeah, and yeah. that's uh, such, again, that whole unsecured debt. I mean, we've had this conversation briefly where, you know, Rebecca, we've mentioned you, you, you don't, uh, you know, you don't make a lot of money uh, on paper, no, right? Because we're self-employed. And yet uh, in the last 10 months or so, I think you've been oh, offered about $75,000 with unsecured credit yeah. Yeah. just because you happen to be on our mortgage and and uh, as as a, a co-borrower on our mortgage so so that's interesting so they hit, so the changes hit the house but if you hit all the other stuff then they could still be better off paying down the secured debt if they didn't qualify for the eighty thousand dollar truck because they mm-hmm. wouldn't be making a mortgage payment on their truck mm-hmm. and yeah, the changes just, make it more difficult now to refinance your home, utilize mm-hmm. your equity. We do have a lot of equity in our properties. We do have uh, Canadian borrowers who focus on paying down their mortgage and who have the savings, um, right. who are being penalized with these um, by these mortgage rules mm-hmm. changes. Mm-hmm. So it's becoming more difficult where the guidelines indicate you can't refinance your mortgage um, 
through every single lender. So recent mm-hmm. changes are restricting who you can refinance your mortgage mm-hmm. with. Right. So the lenders also, when that all came down, all of a sudden they had to, they were changing their policies and who they were going to lend to, right? Is that that's, correct? That's yeah. correct. So then yeah. you all, you guys had to figure out, well, who can we qualify these clients with now? Exactly. And, and really what happens, and, and again, part of our role as brokers is, is we have access to about you know, 30, 35 different lenders, depending on the broker. And so all of a sudden we have these rule changes and, and 10 of them no longer fit a refinance criteria. So we're all of a sudden saying, okay, now the pool that I have to shop for you, the client to get you the better rate and, and the better product is now reduced. And so, you know, again, uh, we know how the marketplace works. The more people that we have in terms of competition, the sharper the pencils, the everybody's when you reduce that pool, then things start to relax and rates start to go up and all of those things. So, yeah. So the changes have slowed down the market, yes, I believe. Um, only time will tell if it will in- decrease the debt load. Yeah. Um, and I'm on but, that. I'm on that bandwagon. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more expensive. These changes yeah. have made things more expensive for us as consumers. Um, interest rates have increased. The cost of borrowing has increased. The banks have to pay more for their money mm-hmm. um, to be default mm-hmm. insured. So yeah. it's it's a, more expensive all around. Yeah. It's, all because of the changes. And now this came down from the federal government. Is that right? last year or how, where do these changes who makes those changes sorry so the federal government there's been government changes and there's been insure, insurance regulator changes. changes and insurance regulators are the ones who insure the money and that's there. that goes back okay. to most people recognize you know CMHC as a mortgage insurer that's okay. the the biggest mortgage insurer in Canada and so these rules affected them and affected them to the point where they actually put their their costs. So the cost of the insurance has went up uh, since October. And so there are three insurers in Canada, CMHC being the largest, Genworth being the second, and then Canada Guarantee being the third. And okay. so these three insurers are in competition, but they all increased their 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 rates in terms of the, the, the way that insurance has happened there. So to elaborate on insurance, so default insurance, uh, CMHC or Genworth or mm-hmm. Canada Guarantee, for example, um, if you're purchasing a home with less than five per, or with five percent down, okay. less than twenty percent down, your mortgage becomes insured. So somebody somebody purchasing a home with 5% down is going to see a lower interest rate than somebody purchasing a home with 20% down. So the money is becoming more expensive mm-hmm. for wow. the banks to lend insured versus non-insured money. Yeah. And, and you think about that a little bit, and we've had this conversation a number of times, Chris and I, I'm sure have yeah, it, yeah. in the office going, okay, so how do we explain that one to the general public? So again, if you're listening to the show and you're going, okay, Dave, lay that one on me. If I have 20% of a down payment of 20% down, I'm going to pay a higher interest rate than the person who has 5% down. Doesn't it seem like there would be mm-hmm. less risk for the person right. that has 20%, and you're absolutely right. Yep. And the problem is, is that the banks now will not insure, the lenders will not insure that mortgage at 20% down, so they are carrying 100% of the risk. Whereas with 5 10 or 15% down, the banks share the risk, or the lender shares the risk with the insurer. 
And that's why they can offer a better rate. And that was part of the change for me. And that ago. was part of the change that happened. So do you just tell everybody come with 5%? <laughs> no, because it's more expensive to do that. Right? The, well, for them, I guess. So, And that's where having some good counsel. Navigating through that. There have been times, and again, Krista, we both experienced that, where don't put 20% down, put 18% down, and it actually is cheaper in the long run because you get a better yeah. interest rate and, and how the math works out. And you really do need some wise counsel to navigate through that math. So yep. what I'm hearing from the Joe Blows out there, that's what my grade six teacher used to call us, um, is that you really, in this in this climate of buying a house, you need someone to talk to to find out what your best options are. Mm -hmm. You can't, like all those ads that say, oh, click here and you'll get pre-approved in 10 minutes or, you know, you know, mm -hmm, those mm -hmm. bank ads. I won't tell you who's doing that. But really, that is not the wisest option because people may not really understand what's happening uh, with these changes. So they should come to someone yeah, and I think, again, it just goes back to, uh, you know, if you think about it, you are going to hand, most Canadians will, again, statistically, buy their house three times over. They'll do it once in, in, in interest costs, they'll do it once in the actual principal costs, and if they refinance over the course two or three times, they'll do it in refinancing again. So, again, the statistic is somewhere around three times that you, you buy your house, and you go, okay, so... If I'm going to spend all that money in interest, then I want to make sure that I am communicating, that I trust the person who's guiding me through the process, that I get all my answers, uh, my questions answered. And really going to your next door neighbor's second cousin's friend who got a mortgage last <laughs> week or last year, probably not the greatest counsel. The, you know, that might be a place to start, but come to somebody who actually has has uh, is a professional and, and can navigate through the market because it is a changing market. I think gone are the days where you could just walk into your bank and get pre-approved and pre-qualified for your one interest rate because mm -hmm. there's now a series of questions that you, you have to go through to determine what bucket are you going to fit into? Is it going wow. to be conventional? Is it going to be a high ratio? What's, how much do you have for a down payment? Um, even your employment, are you self-employed? Are you a salary? Are you paid hourly? Like those, you know, those three criteria affect which bucket as yeah. you're, you're going to fit in. So people just need to be aware that mm -hmm. there, there's, because some people do come into our office and it's like they just, well, we'll it'll take a couple of days. We'll have our mortgage in place and just don't be surprised. I guess we're telling the listeners that it's more of a process than ever and you don't know where you stand. So you, That's right. you really need to come and talk to someone that, that, is, that you trust with your money in this. Yeah, I think it's more important now than ever to work with a trusted mortgage broker, uh, find out what, how much you qualify for, uh, what kind of products you qualify for, what is your strategy going to be. So when you are ready to make your purchase, you're going to be walking in and making your offers with confidence you know right mm -hmm. you're not just pre-approved for an interest rate handed out by a lender you know what your plans are going to be and yeah. that's such a good point because 
it's it really is all about the product or i'm going to use your word the bucket that, yeah. that you're in because uh you know if we just say well my you know i saw this uh interest rate advertised somewhere i want that one well Mm, I'm not sure you fit in that bucket or you might not fit in that bucket or even as you make an offer and you see the particular home and you're like, okay, it needs some upgrades. So is there a possibility that we could incorporate some of that money in the mortgage? Well, that changes the entire bucket, <laughs> moves yeah. you from bucket A to bucket B. <laughs> exactly. and, and again, the, the, the real estate agent saying, okay, well, we have 10 days to, to get the financing in order and we've just moved buckets yeah. uh, and so that again creates some some last minute changes and we know those are, are going to happen so preparing ahead of time and asking some of these questions and doing a little shopping and being in good communication with your finance you know broker um just being able to, to, to be in good communication with that is huge so if someone's wanting to buy a house like just I know we have a few minutes left but what preparation would you want them to have in coming to you like what what can they do like listeners sitting there thinking i want to buy a house or i want to sell my house what can they do i think in the initial meeting is to um, come prepared with so we know exactly what your income is um, what your source of down payment is how much you have to work with that's really going to structure uh, what you're going to qualify mm -hmm. for it'll help us structure the application to direct um, to direct you to know what pool of funds we can actually lend to you mm -hmm. yeah and, and, and we I mean we talk and I know Krista we, you do the bit the same thing in your office where we're not just talking about what you qualify for but what you can actually afford That's and right. so helping the client to go okay you qualify for say that for four hundred and fifty thousand dollar uh, mortgage but really your monthly cash flow you have five kids you've got three cars that's our family right so five <laughs> kids three cars you know most lending institutions aren't taking that into consideration in their their criteria for what you qualify for that's right. so what you af can afford is often a different number and i know as i said from Kristen and, and my own perspective we're drilling into what is that number that you can afford as well as what you can qualify for and that gives you a good range because in the end that's what takes the stress off because mm -hmm. you you want to be somewhere that what is that saying about you're not house poor that's right. right you're not putting all your cash into your house if the, you have other dreams and desires for your family or your life. I can say that you and I bought our our second house 11 years ago, and we certainly didn't have the prep going into the house. But uh, We didn't have the prep going into the first, first house, house we yeah, bought. I know, we've Ooh, learned it. So. so if anyone's out there feeling like, oh man, I messed it up, it's okay because it, mm. it turns around. And, and for us, God's grace has mm. been so good to us in our journey yeah. and providing what we've needed for because. So don't be discouraged, but, you know, without counsel, plans go awry. Mm -hmm. Don't let your plans fail because you haven't talked to the right people. You just talk to the right people. Yeah. A anytime you're making a change. And of course, we all renew our mortgages somewhere. You know, there's a term, so they do come up. And <laughs> if you feel like you were a little tight at the first time, then, then there is an opportunity as it comes up for renewal. So we are done. We are at yeah. the end. Krista. 
She's coming we, back. Yeah, I was going to just say, are you coming back for another show? Because we didn't even get halfway into what, what we want to talk to. So we're going to have Krista back for another show. So hang tight with that. Uh, if you need to re-listen to this show, then we'll, we've got it on iTunes. Again, search Dave, Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb, and you can uh, find us there. Well, chri.ca, morethanenough.ca. If you have questions, the mortgage advisors... They're all over the web. At least they are all over my browser. So I don't know what that means, but Google's at work. But uh, the mortgage advisors, you can find Krista there as one of the the head broker down there. And of course, you can come to More Than Enough and and we can help you with that as well. Reb, would you pray us out? Yes. Father, I just thank you that um, you provide wisdom through all kinds of people. And I thank you for the team that's even around Dave uh, when he has questions in helping other people. So, Father, we just um, leave all of these things into your hands and uh, thank you that um, you care so much about all of these details of our lives, including our mortgage and what we're doing with our money. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, join us next time when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.